Good evening, good evening, good evening, good beautiful people. This is Pastor Jay, and we're going to start off in decency and in order. And we're going to come out of Hebrews 12 and 28. And it says, Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful. And so worship God acceptably with reverence and with awe. We serve a God that can do anything. Stop limiting God. His kingdom is not going to change up on you like people. His promise is never going to fail. So trust God with all. Trust God with your plans. Trust God with your marriage. Trust God with your relationships with friends and family. Trust God with your business. Trust God and he will prevail in your life. Amen. Amen. Dear Father God, we just thank you, God. We glorify you. We give you all the glory and all the praise right now in the mighty name of Jesus. God, we ask you to be able to bless this interview. Let it be let it be something said for somebody to say, what can I do to be saved? Let's be able to reach the unreachable, teach the unteachable, and be able to touch even the people with the hardest heart so they can be able to get a seed planted to, to be able to see some revelation, see some confirmation, see some things that they need in their life, God. God, we, we glorify you. We ask you right now to be in the midst of this interview. Be in the room, God. Touch everybody under the sound of my voice from the top of their head to the sound, to, to the bottoms of their feet, God. Touch them, God. Complete them. Make them feel whole. Take away any anxiety, depression, anything that has been their own stumbling block. Let them be able to have some healing. Let their love be able to flow again. Let them be able to have a forgiving heart to forgive themselves and to forgive others. God, we ask you right now to just be in the midst. God, just be able to expand Anointed Radio's territory right now, God. Let's be able to really reach out in the airwaves to be able to get people to learn about you around this world as we come today, God. God, we get, we give you all the glory and all the praise. And God, we, we, we ask you for the abundance and the overflow to come as we declare and decree in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 This is Pastor Jay. And like always, I got something to say. And you can reach me at Anointed Jaylon on all social media platforms, including Clubhouse, if I'm on it. And you could be able to find all my music on all digital platforms. Wake Up Bless, Renew My Praise. Renew My Praise music video is out on Vivo. Definitely go watch that. We're at 100, almost 120K views. Definitely go check that out. Even Neo shouted it out. So if Neo shouted it out, you should go look at it too. And um, make sure you go get Jesus You Make Me Happy, um, my award-winning single that Makes me happy every time I listen to it because I was definitely in some down times when I made that song. So definitely go check out my catalog on all digital platforms. Pastor Jaylon Calhoun. Um, another person to check out is everybody's favorite auntie, Dr. Marvinetta Clay. Make sure you check her out at drmarvinettaclay.com. Or you could be able to go get her music. Um, God is so good. Worship forever. They don't know. Uh, she got Fly Away coming. She has so many music coming out. So definitely stay on the watch. She has some great things coming and she has um, a big event coming up in May. Um, another person to check out is Chris Johnson. Make sure you go check out our Chicago boy, Chris Johnson. He has Chasing After You. He has Three Kings, his Christmas single, and he has his clothing line. And if you need uh, graphic design, make sure you go check him out at singchrisj.com or on his social media platforms at singchrisj. Um, and then we have Chiquita Andrews, 
our book author of the team um, with the book called uh, Trained to be Broken but Was Unbroken because she's never on the show. No, I'm just playing. I had to, to throw a jab at her. Um, but make sure you go check out Chiquita Andrews and her book, which is sold in Barnes & Noble and on Amazon, Chiquita Andrews. With that, we have the notorious, legendary um, DW of, of the upcoming, you know, about to have his own type of blog DW experience where he'd be able to bring out the up and coming artists, the artists there and be able to talk about their issues every Monday, seven o'clock and be able to see some healing in that Mr. DW. Thank you so much for that, that, that introduction. I love it. Future notorious, the DW. Um, of course you can find me like Pastor Jay said every Monday at 7 PM. Um, listen, greatness takes time. So, um, the DW experience, I've, I've taken a small break to get behind the scenes and start focusing on new material and new things coming up. So I have been playing some of the past interviews because you know what? Um, they've been great interviews and, and I want y'all to see them. The interview with, with Tim Story, um, with Lunell, with TJ Scruggs, um, some great interviews, but um, just shout out to everybody. Thank you for supporting. And um, I'm always here to uplift, encourage and inspire. Um, so shout Shout out to everybody out there that's just holding on. Um, I just want to encourage you, keep holding on. Don't give up. Your blessing is around the corner. And as always, I'm looking forward to tonight's interview. Amen. And before we bring up our guests, I want to go ahead and do some um, some cleanup in the room, I guess you could say. I want everybody to um, go ahead and share, like, or subscribe. If you're on YouTube, go ahead and like and comment and share. Um, if you're on Facebook or um, any or the Anointed Radio page, my personal page, DW's personal page, make sure you share, like, tag some people. We're going to have a great interview today. We're talking to Miss Onika McNeil from Belinda Gale management she works for artists she has her own publication with her own magazine for upcoming uh, gospel artists and christian hip-hop artists so she is a great person to know so if you are upcoming artists in the in, trying to get into the industry this is an interview that you should be listening to because she's going to give you some tips and she's going to give you some gems so stay yeah. tuned and we're going to play some some easter music because it's trial week y'all See, Jesus is arrested and he's on trial right now. And the verdict is on Friday. And but we know that that's not how the story ends, because three days later on Sunday, he rose again. That's love. So um, make sure you um, go to somebody church, watch church, make sure. I, I know this is the usual time that all the people come to church. But during this time, getting close to God is important especially because with everything happening, I just found out somebody I knew back home passed away. Um, there's a lot of people that's losing people and they're going through it. And this is not the time to lose faith. This is the time to really get on fire with faith. A lot of times people think that Christianity is hard, but it's really us putting the man expectation on how Christianity should be instead of just doing it God's way. So yeah. let's 
start doing it God's way. We're, uh, let's, we're, I know we're all praying for the George Floyd case that um, justice will be served. Um, so and definitely keeping everybody in prayer to have to relive those things, those those horrible moments that he had to go through in the last of his life. So definitely keep his family in prayer because now this trial is worldwide. Everybody's watching. So and just imagine his daughter and his and and his um, wife, what they're going through. So definitely pray for them. And we're going to bring up Miss Omika McNeil, y'all. Hello, everybody. So getting we're going to just go ahead and ask, where can everybody find you and follow you? Um, I am on Facebook um, at uh, Belinda Gale Management, Twitter and Instagram at Belinda Gale Management with the MGT. Amen. Simple. And that's it. So make sure you go and follow her. And um, before we go on the interview, we're going to go into a quick music break, give you some good gospel music. We haven't did that in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go ahead and give you some good gospel and take a little break. We're going to reset and come back with the interview. Yes. And But we're going to go ahead and give God the praise. Yes. Is. This is Easter week. And we have to remember Jesus is the reason for this season. The real season, you know, we say that about Christmas, but this is the real, real thing of why he is detrimental in our life is because he died for us even before he knew you. He gave you provision at the cross before you were even known. So you have everything that you need. I'm not trying to preach, but I, I just want y'all to know you have everything you need because he gave it at the cross. Yes. Amen. So with that being said, we're going to go ahead and do a, a goody, oldie, but goody. Um, no greater love, and then we'll see you guys in a minute. Right after. All right. Yeah. Jesus went. Don't deserve 
he still loves you. They hung him high. Then they stretched him wide. Can you just imagine him hanging his head for you? That's love. Hallelujah. I don't, I don't, I like all those other verses, but this is the one I really like. Hallelujah. Young people, there's nothing wrong with dancing for Jesus. But we can't forget where we come from. So if you don't mind, let's have a little church right now. Something about that name. Thank you, Jesus. Listen. Something about the name Jesus. Something about the name Jesus. Something about the name Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, yes. It is the sweetest, sweetest name. Sweetest, sweetest name I, I know. know. Come on and lift your hands and say it. It is the sweetest name. It is the sweetest name. Thank you, Jesus. I know. This it is right here. Some people say I'm pretty, but I can't explain. No, no. The power that I feel. Oh, when I call your name. When I call your name. Said it's just like for Oh, shut up in my bones. Oh, hey, the Holy Ghost is moving here. Yes, it is. And it just won't leave me alone. I got something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something about the magic. Yes, it is. Something about the magic. Oh, I realize. It is a sweet name. Oh, I know. I gotta be honest with you. I love. Oh, how I love the name. I love. I love the name. Oh, how I love the name. It's the sweetest name. Oh, yeah. The sweetest name. Yes, it is. Listen. Said it's sweet. Feel the Holy Ghost moving. 
it flows to the lowest valley. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, the blood, 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 the blood of Jesus gives me strength. Yes, it does. From day to day, oh, you still will never, 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 it's never gonna lose, never gonna lose its power. Come on and sing it like we were taking communion on Sunday morning. Just lift your voice and say it, reach it to the highest. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, and it flows to the lowest, to the lowest. Oh, yeah. It keeps on giving me strength. Just now, but every day. Yeah. Come on and thank God for the blood. We, we are saved because of the blood of Jesus. Come on and lift him up in here like it was Sunday morning. Make the world know that it reads it saves and delivers. Yes, it does. I'm just glad to know that it reached way down in the lowest valley and saved a wretch like me. Oh, somebody say, oh, yeah. Oh, I plead the blood, I plead the blood, I plead the blood, I plead the blood, it gives me strength. Oh,
It's not. Sing it in the background, y'all. Now. Uh, that's, that throws me back to Easter as a kid, y'all. Um, and when they used to do the praise dancing with the flags and and all, everybody was all together. The mimes, the flags, the praise dancers, and all that good stuff. Man, that throws me back. All oh, my good old Baptist days. Amen. With Amen. that being said, um, that I hope everybody enjoyed the mix. Make sure you, we're about to go into the interview, uh, but I want to make sure that we're doing some housekeeping. Make sure you share, like, and subscribe. Follow us at LV Anointed Radio on all social media platforms to know what we're doing. Share the page. We're about to go live with Miss Omika. And um, the first thing we're going to do is a Las Vegas, Las Vegas edition um, icebreaker question from Pastor Jay. And this Las Vegas um, question would be this. Coming to Las Vegas, what would be the first thing you do? And that's questions for me. That's for you. The first thing that I would do coming to Las Vegas is there is this little restaurant that's right outside of um, the airport. Um, mm -hmm. the, actually, the, um, the rental car place. It's like right down the street. It's like it's like a saloon type. It's like really dark. And they have a cave salad to die for. Mm. That is the first thing I do. And it is the last thing I do on my way out. Oh, and it's right by the airport. So it's like right, right in the way. It's right there. And I can never think of the name of it, but I, I know how to get there. Okay. Amen. So um, introducing you to some and reintroducing you to others. Go ahead and uh, tell us where is your hometown and where do you reside now? I am from Tuscaloosa, Alabama, Road Tide, and I currently reside in Huntsville, Alabama. Amen. So you're an Alabama girl. Yeah. Born so and like all, all Alabama sports. Um, no, not I don't like all Alabama sports. I like football, Alabama football. I will watch the other things, but I'm a diehard football fan. Win, lose, or draw. Okay. So um, I want to ask, we ask everybody this. So what was the very first thing that you did in church when you were a kid? I was an usher. We got an usher, y'all. Oh, my goodness. I need some music in the background for I that. the first usher. No, I it's not. It's been a while. Okay. It's been a, almost a year since we had somebody say that their first thing was, was I was an usher. Yeah. Forced. That mean, yeah. That means you had obedience and decency. Ooh, what's and discipline. You, you had discipline because you went and <laughs> brought people to their chairs. Right. And they it totally ignored you and went and sat with their friends. Yes. Pretty much. The struggles. We were just ornaments. That's what I think. We had the nice little blue and white, the ruffle shirts with the little bows on it and our little blue skirts. And yeah, we were just props. Man, just props. Never thought about it that way. I, I know that um, a lot of ushers have like flat, like t PTSD from being an usher, you know, especially stopping people while prayer. You know, I think that was the one of the most funniest things when you're about to come in and that usher comes, hey, 
they praying. I'm like, why are you loud? They praying. Oh, and <laughs> if you pull the door and like you catch them at the door and they slam the door back. Yeah, that was yeah. Man, good old days. If he was an usher, go ahead and shout it in the comments. Yeah. About the shout usher out days. all the ushers. That was a, that all was the a ushers that's out there. And shout out your church that you ushered in when you was a kid. Because yeah, I know Sandy, it was hard. Sandy Creek Baptist Church. Shout Man. out to Sandy Creek. Sandy shout Creek. Out to all the ushers out there in the world that went through all those hard pain so I got to sit down in choir ropes. Praise God. Yes. Yeah. So go ahead and kind of tell us about um, some of your background of why you want to get into the industry. Well, this was not my choice. Um, this was on the back of my daughter um, wanted to sing. She came to me right out of high school, um, right, right out of college. I stand corrected. And she said, mommy, I want to sing. I said, okay, well, I guess I get, need to get the management stuff together. Um, and six months in, she said, mommy, I don't want to do this no more. And I said, okay, so it's either sink or swim at this point. Like, what am I going to do with what I've created? And at the time, um, my sister, uh, Dr. Nia G, was looking um, to create a magazine, uh, Untold Chronicles. And our mentor at the time said, well, who better, you know, to manage you than your sister? You know your sister. You're not going to let anybody do, you know, um, um, anything out of the norm. So we think it, I think it would work. But we were like, uh, -uh it's not going to work. Like, that's just not going to work. And he said, well, let's try it and see. And from that point, it became a magazine um, then the Just Neil Morning Show was was born, and the next event was where we met uh, Pastor Jay at the uh, the Stellars in Las Vegas, and the rest is history. Amen. And and just to throw out there, Doctor Nia and I actually had a um, show unscripted. Unscripted. We'll have yes. to bring that back one day. But that yes. was a good, it was a good show. It was really good. It was. And um, one thing I want to ask you is, what is the common mistakes? Now that you've been in the industry for a while now, what is the common mistakes that you see that independent artists do? They treat it as a hobby. Not all. Not all of them. Um, but what I'm finding is a lot of times. Artists, they want to sing. They, they, they want to be able to, you know, tell their stories through their song. But the foundation of it being a business is is so far from what it is that they're thinking about. Um, and I and I'm learning that that is one of the biggest um, issues that they have right now. Um, you you have you you've arranged the whole song. Um, you're ready for it to be heard by the world, yet it's not um, registered. Um, it doesn't. It's not meta. It doesn't have. It's not meta tagged. Like the simple things. And when you look at it from where I'm sitting, it's like if you treated it as a business, then you go go through your checklist. You know, let, let, let's figure out what I need to do in order to make this project a success. Amen. Um, so with 
that being said, I want to kind of go deeper into that because I know I have some independent artists that's watching. Um, one thing I want to go deeper into is how important is it to be able to to pay for marketing? You know, everybody talks about paying for um, the studio, the mixing, the mastering, the beat, um, even songwriters that they pay for so that they can sing the songs for reference and things like that. But how important is it for them to market and pay for marketing and have decent PR and um, different platforms like that? Um, that is right up there with the business aspect of it, because you have a great product that nobody will ever hear or even know that it exists. So what, so what's the point? That would be my, my question. What is the point? You have an amazing uh, project that the world needs to hear and you have left out one of the most important ingredients is how am I going to get it out to the world? So mm -hmm. it is it is absolutely imperative and not just saying, OK, I'm going to I'm going to send it to my friends and let them, you know, do what they do to it. No, I mean actually having someone that knows what they're doing um, and uh, and are able to reach the masses. So that's like examples like radio promoters, radio stations, uh, magazines, blogs, um, um, yes. PR people that, that do this to make the, the EPKs and things like yes. that. Press releases, like all of the above and then some word of mouth like your local area, you know, your local news, your um, like cable channels, what I'm learning, you know, as I've learned like cable channels, like, and they're wee hours of the night of the morning and especially dealing with gospel, you can get free, you can get free advertising. If they have spots available, those type of things, local newspapers, being able to relationships that comes back to the relationships like learn the people that are in the industry that you're trying to be in because you never know you may not you never know if you run across a pastor j you know at an event um and you get those little nuggets that they're able to give you because they've been doing this um god I, I was just gonna ask you know just listening to everything um one how important is the manager to the artist? We're living in a world right now where you see a lot of um, artists and, and people endeavoring on projects. Um, they're independent. Um, but I think when we hear the word independent, um, we just automatically assume that the artist is doing it on their own. So my question for you to answer for everyone, how important is, is the manager, is that business person um, um, to the artist and, and just to piggyback on that, do you think the manager role has been taken for granted or overlooked? To answer the first question is, is first you have to have something to manage. That's key. Like a lot of times it starts with the consulting. If you have someone that actually knows what they're doing, if you are just wanting to take someone's money, then nine times out of 10, that's probably what what you're getting if you don't have something to manage ae making sure the project is ready to be put out making sure all of those i's are dotted those t's are crossed then nine times out of ten you don't have anything to manage so that would be the first thing 
So because I got talent, I sh so because I have a talent or because I can sing doesn't necessarily mean I have That's something ready. to manage. That okay. you're ready for okay. management. You may need it to be packaged. You may need it to make it look like it needs to look in order for it to be ready to go out. Then, then you can think about finding someone that can help you do that. That doesn't necessarily yeah. mean that you have to have management. I'll take my my girl, my sister, uh, Miss Danita Gibbs. First met her, I just knew she had management. I knew that, that she had someone that was, you know, putting all of these things together. The reality of it was, the reality of it was, of it uh, was, is that she had, she runs a tight ship. She, she runs a tight ship. Everything is in place and she is able to do all of the things that a lot of people are paying management to do. I'm not knocking management. I'm not saying that at all. All I'm saying is, is if you know your craft, there's a lot of things that you can do on your own and be just as successful. Mm -hmm. And I'd like to add on to that too. You, you get management when you get to a point where you can't handle and balance both lives. Because even though that you get the, let's say you get the package song, you get all these um, people wanting you to sing at their events and you mm -hmm. have all this promo stuff, right? But you still have everyday life. So that's when you need somebody to come in and help manage those things like schedules, manage the things that's going to be important because the manager is like a first level to be able to see, okay, is this beneficial based off my client's life? Right. Okay, because the manager is not just a person that gets money and be like, all right, well, we're taking everything. They know their client. They know their artists. They know they got kids. They know they either got a husband or a wife, and you're going to sit there and be like, okay, they can do this. They can't do this. Okay, this money is decent enough for that will make sense for them to leave out the city compared to, you know, um, doing something. Then it, it, it's at balance costs. It's, it's, you know, you didn't make anything. And a lot of times without management, you see a lot of artists burning their wheels without a management a manager that have a great catalog, that has um, a great project behind them because they're picking everything and anything. And sometimes every you shouldn't pick everything and anything because it could burn you out and not benefit you. It could Absolutely. be to the point where you're you're marketing to an audience and you're yeah, you're there. They might pay you a few hundred dollars to be there, but these people will never buy your album. These people right. never buy your shirt. You have to know the audience of your your client and your artist. Mm -hmm. So that means when you get to that level, yes, you do need management. Everybody needs management. We, we have managers at your job. Why would you not have management in the music industry? And this is this changes every day. Yeah. You work at, if you work at McDonald's, you got a manager. So why would you not think in the music entertainment that you would not have a manager to manage and help you stay on track for your goals while you could be able to live your life as a person and be able to manage your career as an artist? Yeah. You have to know where you are. You have to know where you are. Don't just get a manager and think you're important. I don't because I know DW was going there with that question. Just don't get it. Don't be like, I got a manager, reach out, and you ain't doing right. nothing. Like some of the things you could go directly. Like you don't need to have a manager for 
anything if you don't have a project or if you don't have a catalog, if you're not touring, if you're not going out there, if you're not being on the road, if even for actors and 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 different genres, they have managers because they got a product and they're out there doing it actively. A lot of times their managers don't really hit them up or booking agents or anything like that if they're not working. Mm-hmm. So if you're not working, you don't need a manager. You're wasting right. your money. But if you I, have a yeah. product, you could go ahead and push it out there and find decent management that you gel with because it becomes a relationship where yes. you can you could bump heads. This is a person that's going to deal with you on personal, physical, spiritual, everything Absolutely. because you're going to spend so much time with each other. So you got to know this. You got to first of all, you got to trust this person, and Absolutely. you got to make sure that this person has your best interests at heart, and you guys have the same values. Absolutely, the vision. They have to see the vision. Mm. And that's what I, you know, yes, Pastor Jay, you're right. But I think it's more so the question of how important is the manager to to the artist? Um, and also my my question to add on to that, um, have there ever been artists that have, have been successful or you see them going somewhere, but for whatever reason, outside of finances, you decided that um, you would not manage them? Um, no, I, I, I've never, I haven't run across that because I know my boundaries and I know what I can handle and what I can't handle. Um, no, everybody isn't for Belinda Gill management. Um, and, and with that being said, uh, I understand what those boundaries are. Mm. So I would never take on someone, um, just because, um, they are hot or they got a lot going on. Yeah, it doesn't work like that for me um, because I have to be able, I'm hands-on. I, I don't know of any other way to be. I'm hands-on and I am, um, it gets personal for me. Um, and I have to make sure that all things are in order. So I I know how, mm. how many I can handle and, and what I can't, yeah. I, I want to. How do you handle controversy? Mm. Prayer. Um, because you know, like right now, and and you know that that's why he called me notorious. Um, mm. But we we've seen Kurt Franklin. Um, we've seen a few other gospel artists. Um, recently, I saw an interview with Donnie McClurkin today, uh, where he's been very honest and and forward. But I think um, his honesty has been. Um, you know, love the social media world, but they've taken it and run with it. So how do you deal with controversy or have you dealt with controversy as a um, manager? Um, I deal with a lot of stuff inter- internal. Um, I haven't had to deal with anything that is like out there that everybody would know about. Um, and I, I am, I'm actually very, very proud of that because transparency is key. If, if you can't handle um, the truth and you don't want the truth, you just want what you want, then, then we don't, then we don't deal. We don't deal with that. Mm. So the transparency key, knowing what's what up front, knowing these are your expectations versus what reality is. That has been, I, I truly believe that that has been the key in, in our camp is that we are open. And I'm not saying we're perfect. I'm just saying we're open and that we are we have been able to work through things in order to be able to make sure that before it 
gets out of hand that it's taken care of internally. That's good. That's really good. Pastor Jay? Um, I believe that's one thing that is vital that you see in a lot of manager artists relationships is transparency. If there's something that I guess you could say um, side roads or what would you say? Side, uh, what was it? Blind side. There you go. Blind mm-hmm. side is the manager. I think that's where there isn't much able to be able to, I guess you could say cover, not even cover. I don't like that word, but be able to really help your artists. Where I've seen a lot of managers that are like, oh my God, I didn't know they did that. And now they're trying to fix things and, and do all these things and they didn't have no clue. And then now they got to do a whole campaign of salaries and all these other things, which we've all seen artists do. But one thing I, I would want to ask you as a manager, and then we're going to kind of go into your magazine, is that as an artist, do you believe that they have to know who they are as an artist before coming to you or do managers do artist development? Um, I think that's like twofold um, because you're going to, I've I've had people that just didn't know where, whether they were coming, coming or going. um, And they have to want to know a a lot. A lot of artists just want to do what they want to do. They just um, want to be the artist. They just want to be the artist. Um, I've I've run across several artists that they don't they don't take criticism very well. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't take the fact that um, uh, they they take the fact that their friends or their family have said, "Hey, this fire, you know, this is good and and it's ready. You're ready. You need to be doing this." And they take that, but when they run across a me that is giving them the honest um, uh, opinion about the overall, they they just don't they just don't want to hear it, um, and that 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 is unfortunate because it's not saying that you're not good at what you do. It's not saying that you don't have an amazing product. It's just saying that let's 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 tidy it up a little bit and let's look at the whole at the whole picture, not just the right now. Let's look at where you're trying to go, what it is that you could possibly accomplish. And a lot of them just, they just don't want to hear that. I want to know, as a manager, do you feel like, um, because what you just said, um, you're going to tell the truth, you're going to be honest, you're going to be straight to the point. I saw an interview with Mona Scott where she said, as a Black woman, um, there are things that she has done that her other counterparts, white men, white women, um, have not been demonized for the same things that she has done. Um, as a black woman in the industry on the business side of gospel, have you found that there are things that you do that you get judged more harshly because you are a woman, because you are a black woman in the industry, or have you found that not to be your your, your testimony? That has not been my testimony. Um, yet at the same time to speak on it, th- these are conversations that uh, Dr. Nia and our camp that we have all the time. We're not them. We are. Why are you? I'm sorry. Why is that? We because what we do, we do for God. We're not doing it for everybody else. We are being obedient. We are we are doing the things that God has put in place for us. 
And when we're doing it for him, you're going to have an opinion about what I do, regardless of what I do. Mm -hmm. So so why is that even a a bother? Why is that a, a worry for me? That's just less stress that I have to deal with. Because as long as I know what I'm doing it for and who's I'm doing it for, I don't have to worry about what everybody else thinks. That's powerful. So that's that's powerful, and I'm going to be a little messy. So um, with that being said, <laughs> how important is awards? Because now awards, I've got feedback in the community of radio announcers and everybody that awards are just popping up left and right. We got one, two, three award. We got uh, Jesus is real award. Uh, we got the holier than thou award. And as an artist, everybody... Um, idolizes getting that award. You know, I want the stellar. I want the dove. I want this. How how impactful is a award really? Um, and is it really a tool for a career, or is it really just publicity and marketing? What do you think? Um, for me, it's 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 all it's it's individual. It's going to be on an individual basis. Me personally, I if I get an award or if I don't get an award, I I'm proud of where I've come from and where I'm going. That in itself, like I'll tell you a short story. Like when I got my business card with Belinda Gale Management on it, you would have thought I won a million bucks. Because my husband was like, it's just a business card. And I'm saying, and I had to let him know, like, well, it's a business card for you. But for me, this is tangible. This is saying that I took a step in and out, out into the unknown. And me seeing my logo and my name next to Belinda Gale Management was absolutely amazing because I'd never done anything like this before. And that's how I came up with our tagline, where your first step makes you a success. And that's why I say it's individual because my level of success is not your level of success. So for me, after that business card, if I did nothing else, I'm like, you know what? I did the thing. I put it on paper and I actually started my business. So when we're talking about accolades, accolades for me is being asked to even be on a platform. Like for me, that's absolutely amazing. There's because it's 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 saying that someone thought enough to even invite me. But, but don't awards make you more valuable? Do you make more money with the as the artist as they get awards? No, I'm just asking. As the artist get more awards, do I I just wanted to say that because what you're saying, I have to. I I threw I threw that question out there, but I'm gonna just go ahead and say it. Mm -hmm. John, he said something that was deep um, when we interviewed um, him about a year or so ago, where Mm -hmm. he said that no matter how many of those awards, that does not make you. You could have all those awards. They just sit on your shelf. You get, yeah, you get the the dopamine in your brain. You're like, oh my god, I won! It's just like the same feeling if you go to the casino and you win the jackpot. But those awards don't define you. And a lot of people chase the awards. Guess who used to be an award chaser? I used to be an award chaser, and I realized that until you do it for you, 
and stop chasing to get to a, that little finish line that always keeps moving, you're never going to be happy about what you're doing. But if you enjoy the moment, enjoy your the things that, and the steps that you accomplish, that goes fur, further because you're actually accomplishing things. And I feel like a lot of artists out there feel like, well, if I get, you know, the the this award or that award, I I am somebody. No, you've been somebody. You just got now. You're somebody with a. But, but Pastor Jay, Pastor Jay, listen. I just want to get down to the and Amika, please forgive me, but I want to get to where the money resides. Yeah, because because Michael, what I'm wondering is, as a manager, you know, do you get more money when they get awards? You know, if somebody is, and and here's the, you know, if somebody's an artist versus a Grammy nominated artist versus a stellar nominated artist versus a Grammy award winner versus the stellar award winner. So while I love what everybody's saying about that, we're just doing this for the Lord and all of this is amazing. And, you know, we're doing this for the artistry. I'm not a manager, but I'm a managing, if I were a manager and my artist won an award, there's part of me that's going, okay, we just increased our asking by a hundred percent or two hundred. Like, does that come into play? And that's not about the ego per se. But do you get more money when they're award winners? I'm sure that they do. <laughs> I, I'm I'm sure that they do. But I can only speak for my camp. Like that okay. is something that we like. Uh, Dr. Nia, uh, she she uh, won. Um, um, what was the award in Birmingham? Rhythm of Gospel award we were excited we are excited like you know we were award winners yet it doesn't change who we are and what we do and who we do it for and that yeah. for me that's the difference i'm not out chasing an award i'm not out saying oh dr nia you're a rhythm and gospel you know award winner now like okay we can ask for more money no because mm. that's not what we do it for knowing who you are and who you're doing it for is what it is the guide. A lot of a lot of people um, they say they're in it for you know God and oh I just want to be able to tell my testimony. Um, but if they don't know who they are, then it's easy to get caught up in the money, caught up in the accolades, and you lose track of what it is that you're doing and who you're doing it. And who you are. And then there's, I guess you could say, uh, DW, there's a lot of people that as soon as they get that, they recontract because managers have contracts with clients. So yeah. just knowing the basics of that, if you have this percentage, just because they want an award, don't mean you make more money. Yeah, you might start increasing the asking price. Yes, it is true. But, but, goal, but if, if, if you get 20%, you get 20%. It might be, it might be a, a little more chunk that you get for... But it's still... But it's still 20%. It's not like you, oh my goodness. But the, the thing that I've seen a lot is there's people without awards that asking price is higher than some people with awards. Mm. And because that goes with what? With social media, social media has showed that if an audience wants somebody, award-winning or not, right, they will pay for it. And yeah. as a product, that's where you got to look at your product. That's why awards nowadays, back in the day, yes, I will say, 
you were somebody. If you got an award, it, it opened up so many doors. But there's so many people opening doors without it. There's right. so many people that's opening, getting billboard charts that don't, that's not signed. There's so many people that is opening doors without the tools that we thought you needed for success. Right. So it's not, it's not saying yes, you know, you, you're asking price and all that. And of course people get blown up. Cause then we've all heard on clubhouse. Well, you know, I'm a Grammy award winning um, this, and I've been in this industry for this year. Yeah. You build up your resume and you could brag right. about it and talk about it, but we're, let's talk about what DW said, where the money resides. <laughs> the money resides is on your catalog. The money resides on if you can market your person and people want them. Because I could tell you this today, there's a whole lot of radio people that won't deal with a whole lot of award-winning people because of their attitude. Ooh. There's a whole lot of people that got awards that if a venue went because they were issues last time they came to church, throwing shoes or whatever they were doing, they won't be able to come back. Yeah, so I don't really, it's all about knowing who you are and yeah. not losing sight of who you are because a lot of people mm -hmm. get in this industry and get the game all kind of messed up and think that, you know, they can treat people any type of way because of that thing we talked about called a award. And it yeah. does not change you. All it does yeah. is show that you've got an accolade for a milestone in your life and don't get consumed. So I want everybody under the sound of my voice Yes, it's a beautiful thing, but don't get caught up into it. If you continue to do what you're doing, the accolades will come. Don't focus mm -hmm. on accolades. Focus on your goals that you set for yourself. And remember mm -hmm. to stay humble and stay balanced. Yes. You know, I, I want to know how you find the balance um, being in management and being in the business. Um, for me, I'm just coming from a, a point of view where I grew up in church. I love gospel music. I love ministry, um, but I can be honest and 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 sit back and go like we're we're watching a very pivotal time in gospel, mm -hmm. in the business, in music, in ministry. We're watching a lot of people be exposed. Um, we're watching a lot of things come undone. We're watching a lot of truths come out that have haven't come out before. Um, mm -hmm. So as I listen to your answers, which are beautiful, I, I love the fact that you know it. it when you say like, I know this is what they're doing, but as for me and my camp, this is what we're doing. How do you keep the balance? How do you stay focused on God in a business? Um, you know, in all honesty, there are some people that we think are amazing. There are some people that have the front or have the facade of God. Um, and, and some of our favorite gospel artists, some of our favorite ministers um, are putting on a facade. How do you find the balance? How do you find the peace? How do you find the ability to keep God first in the business and still be in the business? And still be in the, I, I have to pray. It's a consistent thing. Because yeah. I'm not perfect, and yeah. I don't. I'm, I'm not. I'm not always towing the line. And the great thing about it is, is that I have people around me that consistently remind me that when things don't look like it's supposed to look, that I'm doing who I'm doing this for. Mm -hmm. And I'm. And I absolutely love my children. I love uh, my husband and my business partners and and uh, Dr. Nia and um, and a lot of, of the clients that I deal with. Um, they are they they remind 
we remind each other that mm -hmm. the the end game is giving him glory. And that I'm very, very proud of. Um, do we miss the mark? We do. Um, are is everything um, black and white? No, it isn't. Um, yet we are able to get back where we need to get to. Mm -hmm. And it is, it's, it's not, it's, it's, um, it's not something that we're dwelling on. Um, if that makes sense to be able to keep moving forward. I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to ask this really off question that has nothing to do with anything, but it has something to do with it. If you were managing little Nas X, how would you advise him? I don't know if you're familiar with what's been going on. I, I read the, I read the article. As a manager, how would you have advised him? As a manager, I would have um, advised him to follow what he, you got to be able, if what my grandmother used to tell me, if you can't stand the heat, then stay out the kitchen. Come on now. Because ultimately it's your, it's your, it's your, it's your responsibility and it's your decision. I am a manager. I am the one to advise you. I also, paralegal studies is my background. I'm not a lawyer, but I know a little bit about the law. So for me, I am the advisor. I'm going to give you the, 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 the A, B, C, D, E, F, or G, or whatever it is that needs to be given, and then I allow you to make that informed decision. So if you choose after you're getting all of the information to still step out on that ledge, then be prepared that if it's a five foot drop, if it's a 10 foot drop, or if it's just not got a bottom. God, are there some artists that you've had that where you, where, where you've wow. been in that situation where you've given them advice and they've chosen to do, do the opposite and, and how have you handled it? Have you stayed their manager? Have you had to walk away? Um, I've had it both ways. I've had um, individuals that in advising, they they just didn't want to hear what I had, had to say. Um, and I, I, was, I had to part ways um, with them. Um, but the important thing in that, it was not, um, there was no malice. Um, mm. There was no hard feelings or anything like that because I still support them to this day. I, if they were to call me up right now and they asked me to do something for them, I would because it's not personal. It's business. I give you my opinion. I give you the things that I am knowledgeable about or things that I've researched. And these are the things that I found. It's up to you to be able to take that and compartmentalize that. Um, and it's just, I'm fortunate. I'm blessed. I'm not going to say fortunate. I'm blessed to be able to thus far have people that I've dealt with that I don't manage, yet we still have a, that type of relationship that when I see you, I'm happy to see you. Like yeah. if you have a project coming out, like I'm sharing, I'm listening, driving, you know, get it to me type of thing. So, so yeah, I've had it. I've had it both ways. That's good. Pastor Jay. Hey, man, we're going to go ahead and um, ask you 
about your publication and where everybody can find you in closing questions. Yes. yes. Untold Chronicles Magazine is uh, Dr. Nia's baby. Um, she is the CEO, I'm COO of Untold Chronicles Magazine. Um, we are two years old and we are just excited. Um, if you want to get the magazine, you can uh, get it at uh, bit.ly forward slash untold 2019. It is a monthly publication. If you would like to be featured in it, um, you can also follow the same link um, as well as you can reach out to me at Management at gmail.com or you can call me at 561-900-5079. Amen. That was that was the info. So yeah, yeah. I want um, just to say to everybody that's out there, especially um, striving upcoming artists, is that you have to study your craft and you have to know the business you're getting in. Yes. I think a lot of times people. Um, I I was touched by the Tina Turner documentary when she said she didn't know what she was getting into, and there's a lot of artists that they did yeah. not know really what they were getting into and you have to game yourself up and knowing that just because especially in the gospel side i'm just speaking yeah. for gospel yeah. is that line is a thin line between gospel and secular and yeah. most of the people that control gospel music in the industry are secular so yeah. you're going to be dealing with people that don't treat you and say hallelujah <laughs> and and, and yeah. that way. So Absolutely. you have to know what you're signing yourself up for and yeah. to to even sit here and think, do you want to do this for real? And, and that's right. a real question before going to reach out a manager, before putting it on your Facebook and your Instagram, I'm a singer, book me here. Know what you're signing yourself up Absolutely. for, really, because if you can't take criticism, you're in the wrong business. If you can't sing in front of nobody, you're in the wrong business. If you if yeah. you can't sit and be in awkward situations you're in the wrong field because yeah. there is a lot of things that in this industry you're not going to be comfortable with there's going to be ways that you're going to have to know about the business so that you know about contracts and do it for yourself yeah. but you know that belinda gill management's here and if you're an artist in anywhere you you accept everybody right from all states right yeah so if you have some music, go ahead and reach out to uh, Belinda Gill Management. They help you out. They got radio station plugs, magazine plugs. They're partnered with Anointed Radio. They're, they have a lot of connections to be able to get you to that next level. So make sure you hit them up. Shout outs to Dr. Nia. Um, that's my sis. Um, love her to death. So. Yes. And Pastor Jay, can I just add, can I, can I add something there? Because I think some people, um, there, there's some artists out there, there, there's some people out there that you don't have the right team around you. And, and even in this interview listening right now, <clears throat> um, you may need to change up your team and hit up Omika. You know, um, what I've learned and, and even from this interview, I love all of our interviews that we do, but from this interview that I learned, um, it, it's so refreshing and a blessing to see someone who's not overcome or consumed by the business to the point that they forget about God, you know, and especially what if you're in the gospel industry, if you're not in the gospel industry, some of you need to pray about the team that you have around you, the people that you've hired to to be on your team and you need to pray about it 
and change out your team. There's some people listening to this right now. You need to fire your manager and get a new manager because you want a manager that's not just about the business, but has a balanced life and is not going to just use you to make their money, but they really want to see you bloom and you grow and be the best artist that that's what a manager really does but i just want to say there's some people out there i don't know who's listening but you need to get rid of your manager and hire a new manager yes yes and let me say this too also it's a learning game this is a constantly changing game so you got to be okay with change you have to be okay with change that's good Good. I like that. Yeah. Amen. So, everybody, it's about that time. And yeah. It was a great time interviewing you, Omika. It's been awesome. Shout it's out my to everybody. Pleasure. My pleasure. I love you guys. Oh, we love, love you back. back. Yeah. And, yeah. 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 Um, make sure you share, like, and subscribe. Um, there's a lot of great things um, coming forth. Make sure you follow Anointed Radio. Make sure you follow them on all social media platforms so you know who's coming on next because you never know. It might be your favorite artist. It might be somebody that you want to learn something from. And make sure you follow us on the podcast. We're on all podcast platforms. But title, because y'all know Jay-Z be hating. deliverance. We're going to break through. That, that title will pick us up one day or he'll th- sell it to somebody that knows Jesus. Hey, I'm just saying. Amen. So with that being said, um, make sure that you guys stay blessed, stay loved, stay safe. Um, And throughout it all, make sure that you tell your loved ones that you love them because you never know what tomorrow will bring. So with that being said, we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Good night. Good night. Thank you.